the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Really Cool Stuff for the Home podcast, sponsored by Homeworks. And now with today's show on all the ways to improve your home, is your host, Denise Sanchez. Hi, this is Denise Sanchez from Homeworks. The last two podcasts, we talked about one of my very favorite appliance companies, which is Blue Star. American-owned, American-made with American parts and materials. They've been around since 1890, and they only made cooking equipment for commercial and professional use until 2002. In fact, they're celebrating a huge milestone, which is 140 years of continuous operation. But with all that commercial power, ventilation must be considered when you're designing your Blue Star kitchen. For that matter, I think ventilation, for the most part, people do not put enough thought into pro-type range, what they really need to properly design efficient ventilation. So I've got two experts with me today, both from Blue Star. I've got Nick Lamnett, Regional Sales Manager from Blue Star. Hi, Nick. How are you doing? How are you doing, Denise? Good Great. to see you again. Thank you for coming back again. And we have another one, which is Matt Shute. He is our ventilation expert from Blue Star. <laughs> Hi, Matt. How are you doing? Hi. Good. I'm doing great, Denise. How good. are you? Good, good. Uh, there is so much to talk about on ventilation. I had to make notes because there was so much I wanted to make sure that we covered. So with ventilation, there are many things to consider. And one of the things about Blue Star, and we'll get to this, but I want to talk about the mechanics first, is all the different designs, the custom, you know, uh, colors and riveting and strapping that you guys specialize in. But with these big pro ranges and coming from the commercial side, we have all these high BTUs. We've got to get rid of all the smoke and the odors. And how we do that is with the correct size ventilation. And I wanted to see if you can kind of address a little bit about that, Matt. Uh, what are your thoughts about, you know, for instance, there, there is, um, we got the CFMs that are really important and the, we also have capture area. So both of those go hand in hand. So I'm going to let you kind of take over for a minute and see what your thoughts are. Sure. And just like you said, ventilation is kind of one of the afterthoughts when you're designing your kitchen, mm -hmm. but it is one of the most important parts. Mm -hmm. uh, any range when you're cooking gives off heat and steam and grease, and you want to get that out of the air. Uh, when you're cooking with uh, natural gas, you're going to have CO2, which is produced. Mm -hmm. So you don't want that in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And you know, with everything happening in the world, clean air is oh, more important. Oh, paramount. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So those are the keys right there. So there is a, a, a rule of thumb on CFMs, and CFMs yep. is really the amount of cubic uh, cubes per uh, a foot. What is the cube cube of feet? Cubic feet per, per minute, minute right? Is being right, out. right. That is really important. Um, so what is the uh, the equation that is typically put out there? I don't always go by that, and we'll talk sure. a little bit about that because there's a little more involved in that. But what is that equation? Well, when you're using, when you're trying to get a hood for an electric unit, you might want to do 100 CFM per foot. So mm-hmm. a 36 inch electric range might need 300. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a pro style range like a Blue Star, you want to total up all of the BTUs on the unit. Don't count the broiler because the broiler and the oven can't run at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then divide by 150. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as a rule of thumb, we usually add an extra 200 CFMs if you have a char broiler or a griddle mm-hmm. built into the mm-hmm. just to make sure you have enough mm-hmm. power. So a 36-inch um, Blue Star that has about um, 25,000 BTUs, 22,000, 15,000, we're up there over 600 CFM easily. Sure. Yeah. And most of those units uh, will go from a thousand up to fourteen hundred mm-hmm. CFMs, depending on what you have built into the unit or which model you have. Mm-hmm. But now, when the, on our smaller or less powerful mm-hmm. uh, thirty-six inch ranges, a six hundred. Yes, would work fine. Right. Yeah. Right. And and there's a lot of other things too. There's the look of a hood. So many people mm-hmm. like that um, designer look. And yep. that's really not an appropriate hood, except for one that you have. But, um, <laughs> you know, you don't want to put a glass hood over this guy, you know, over the sure, blue star, absolutely. right? And, uh, on the, on the draft capture area, there's also depth. So on yours, they're, they're 22, 24 inches deep. And that right. makes a yep. big difference. What about that rule of three inches more on each side? Do you think that's really important against the wall? Uh, depends on how high you have the hood installed. So uh, we recommend 30 to 36 inches. If you can get that extra three inches on either side, that's great because smoke rises like in a V. So mm-hmm. it'll make sure it captures everything. But if you're in that 30 to 36 inch above the cooktop range, a 42 inch or 48 inch wide hood with a 48 inch range will work just fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I tell people too, engineers will always say if you can, if you look at our pricing too, it's really not a jump to go six extra inches. No, um, right. In my case here, I could have done it. I just got a really good deal on a 36. So <laughs> can't imagine. 42 that had that deal. So <laughs> I, I had a display model here that was going off the floor. So that's why I have a 36 over 36. Mm-hmm. But I'm not limited by cabinetry on either side. Right. Um, if I was buying new, it would have probably been maybe 200 extra dollars mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. 42 inches on yeah. that. And, so usually and- when you're weighing in, you, if you want that performance, you can do a lot of cooking. I have a griddle. Um, if you have a platinum that has all, all those BTUs, it's not too much to go six Six inches extra. Right. Uh, engineers would say that's the maximum capture. And over an island, I would definitely make make that happen, right? Because your draft capture is not as good as if you had it against the wall. So when you have it against the wall, you have that whole back that kind of aids in capturing the smoke and the heat. But on the island, now you've got four sides that are open, and it makes it a little more difficult. So that's one time I really do stress that we should make it three inches bigger. Now – I bet you run into this, Nick. So I will be working with a customer, and usually it's on a 30-inch range. So they may go with the Platinum or whatever or or the R&B, and then I'll start addressing their ventilation. Oh, well, I have a microwave. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's that's also my ventilation as well that sits over that. That'll take care of that. Uh, what do you think about that, Nick? <laughs> How's that so going to work? I don't mind plastic melting onto their, whatever they're cooking. That's <laughs> Usually they don't have anywhere near the CFMs that they'll need. And they're um, too low. And those also are usually mounted much lower. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So yeah. It's just not enough power. It's... It, and it's also going to affect the microwave. Yeah, and it's going to be a horror story, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times we've caught that. Um, yeah. And so we usually work around that. Now, um, there's also there's there are internal motor kits. There are motor kits that you can put remotely, and there's even inline motor kits um, yeah. with silencers. And we also can do recirculating. There's just so much to talk about yeah. just in that alone. But the typical is the internal motor kit, um, which is usually works well. But when you get into the higher CFMs, especially, that's when they want to start looking at the other options. So, can you speak about the remote kits and the inline motor kits, Matt? Yeah, I mean, and each each of the options um, appeal to a different customer. It's it's what your house or what your design calls for. So, uh, if you everybody wants it to be quiet, so the quietest ones are the remote blowers, obviously because they're the furthest away. Um, some people can't drill through a wall; they can't have it outside. So the inline blower is great. Goes in the attic. It's a little bit louder and just a little. Um, but you can hide it in the attic. Mm-hmm. And some people don't have attics. So you have your in-hood blowers uh, and 600 and 1200 CFMs. So there's an option for every home that can fit into your design. Uh, the remote blowers can even be painted. So mm-hmm. if you have uh, an outdoor uh, HOA and you can only use certain mm-hmm. colors. So you, mm-hmm. there's a lot of options mm-hmm. with each one. Um, and even the recirculating. If you can't drill through a wall, mm-hmm. you still have an option to, that gives you the pro-style ventilation you need for the pro-style range you have below it. I did see that. I, I haven't sold a recirculating kit yet because I'm such a bit, big advocate of, of <laughs> external yeah. venting. But I did notice that your recirculating kit seemed to be a lot more involved or advanced than the typical um, uh, range hood out there that has that recirculating kit, where all it is is some filters, you know, a charcoal filter, and then it just drafts back into the, the room. So yeah. I saw that yours is a little bit different. Can you kind of explain about that? Sure. Our, ours is is like a two-phase system. So most hoods have just the charcoal filters right underneath. Mm-hmm. Uh, with ours, we have the metal filters. So the air will go through and the grease will get stuck on there. There's also a charcoal filter inside that will help get more of the, Odors. More of the I, pollutants out of the yeah, air uh-huh. uh, before they come back into the kitchen. Uh-huh. Another good thing to note about our recirculating kits, too, if you're doing custom ventilation um, our Bonanza or our Hampton doing paint, we can customize that. We'll paint the recirculating kit to match the hood too. Yeah. So it's not just a big piece of steel right. on top of a beautiful custom hood. Which is nice, which is nice. Yeah. Another thing, I've noticed that whenever you look at a professional range, whether it's in a restaurant or on a display in our stores, um, you usually will see the baffle filters as opposed to mesh filters. And um, I think that people don't realize why that is. You know, when, when I talk to a customer about why do you always see that? What's the baffle filter? When after the explanation, they get it. But what do you what do you usually tell customers, Matt, about the baffle filters as opposed to mesh filters? 
Uh, we prefer baffle a little more, uh, obviously, since we use it in all of our units. Mm -hmm. The air flows through them. Uh, it'll capture more of that grease. If there ever is a fire, it prevents the that from getting up inside the hood. Mm -hmm. So it's a safer system. It's an efficient system. And it's just, if, if it's being used in every restaurant, like Nick is showing us here, mm -hmm. uh, there's got to be something. That, that, right, that right. It doesn't restrict the airflow as, as yep. much either as a mesh filter does. So it can mm -hmm. take that heavy load. And yep. Nick, you just, what, how do you clean yours? I actually haven't yet. I haven't needed to. Now that I pulled it out, there's a little bit of grease on there that reminds me, yeah, I should spray this down. My sink's right here. I'm just going to spray it, maybe take a, uh, my sponge with some soapy water, uh -huh. rub it. We'll be good to go. Uh, stainless steel. So yeah. Dishwasher. Can you put in the dishwasher? How does that work? It's stainless Absolutely. steel. Absolutely. That would be just yep. fine, right? That's what I tell all my customers. Just pop it in the <laughs> dishwasher. <laughs> but the way to put it in, it's a spring-loaded system, too. So they, they easily pop right in and mm -hmm. out. So They are. Um, if you have customers that aren't as tall, aren't as it's stuff, it's easy to pop them in and out. Another, I see your nice lighting, Nick. Is yours halogen or is it the new LED lights? This is an older model, so it was. Our newer models have upgraded to LED. Right. And, and the new LED lights that you're putting in, when they first started coming out with LED lights for ventilation, I noticed that they really didn't give off a lot of light. And I understand that yours are, are giving off plenty of light, just like the halogen. Is that true? Absolutely, yeah. So uh, in May of this year, we switched over to an, a dimmable LED light system. Mm -hmm. So you don't have just on and off. You can choose where you want it to be. And uh, it has a nice warm lighting. It makes the food look better. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a great system. And of course, they rarely burn out. So right. it's, uh, it, it's to replace kind of them. the way everybody's going. They're more energy efficient as well. Mm -hmm. so. No heat added to the kitchen. So you can keep Correct. them on yep. longer. Um, yep. Also, there is a new thing that um, you see the East and West Coast are, are dealing with right now. And we're seeing more and more of it. And that's makeup air. A lot of confusion out there. And it depends on um, who you get to inspect your home as to where that becomes an issue. But with our high CFM, you know, uh, 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 hoods, that becomes an issue. How are you addressing or what are you telling consumers what to prepare for? And this is becoming, uh, I think, a bigger deal over the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the land, we've seen uh, it used to be sporadic around the country, and now it seems like it's almost everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, according to the building International Building Code, any below or over 400 CFM needs a makeup air system in the house. Mm -hmm. So we don't offer one, but there are a lot of them out there that run from $100 to $3,000. So the best advice is look into it while you're doing your design phase. Well, the houses or you're doing a remodel, it's torn apart. It's easier to put that system in during that process mm -hmm. than after the fact. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, but there are, there are some that are as simple as it opens a little valve and lets air into the kitchen mm -hmm. and you're all set. Nick, have you um, run into this a lot with your region and what are your, um, your dealers doing about it? Um, well, it's interesting. Um, in parts of my territory, like North Carolina, mm -hmm. um, Charlotte, the inspectors are very specific on the proper CFMs to be to use. So they would do that and they didn't care about makeup air. Mm -hmm. uh, they would really focus on the blower. Mm -hmm. um, then if you go up to Winston-Salem, 
they were, if you had anything over 400 CFMs, make up air. Mm-hmm. They didn't. And so I had dealers putting 300 CFM blowers over a 48 inch platinum range. Oh no. Because <laughs> their customers just didn't want to do make up air. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of, you always want to get them to get the right performance mm-hmm. and doing what's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it is, you really got to go, like we said, it's regional mm-hmm. um, and it's best to catch it early. So what happens, a reason why for our listeners, is that now our homes are really airtight. We've done a really good job of energy efficiency, but we don't have any air exchange happening. So you turn on your 1200 CFM blower, and in about, oh, 10, 15 minutes, you really don't have enough airflow in your home for it to be effective. So you actually start to get a backdraft, don't you? Um, is that right? And yeah, you- I've, heard, I've heard stories of blowers that pull... From a fireplace, yes, three uh, rooms over, mm-hmm. the smoke across the house and up into the blower. Right, so, uh, right. Tight masses. Yep. Yes, and and so that's the reason why for the makeup air. Back in the day, um, when our houses weren't sealed up as well, we didn't have the energy efficiency that we do now. It wasn't really a big issue. There was always something you know going on. You can still go open a window and crack it, you know, and that helps with that. But they don't want to depend on uh, that you will indeed do. That and with that, you actually have a true vacuum, motionless air. So just like on those really, really windy days or humid, windy days when you are doing your fireplace, you have that backup of your smoke from your chimney. That's what will happen with your your range hood, and that's why the makeup air is becoming a big deal. Um, and and now when you have people enforcing it, you you've got a lot of unhappy people with having to make up a decision at the last minute. You know when they're getting their inspection, they can't get their house inspected. So what happens is you usually are going for the quickest, and it's usually the most expensive um, way to go. Um, but and usually in my area, it's the HVAC people are installing these, and it seems to be pretty reasonable price. But I've heard some horror stories like that three thousand dollar budget you were saying that's crazy and and speaking about cfm so on remodels and nick i know you come across this i'll have a consumer that buys a 48 inch range and it's going to be a platinum of course and they're buying a new hood and they want the 1200 cfm because they want to be diligent about getting the correct you know airflow but they don't want to replace their duct so what size duct do they have they have a six inch duct we're not getting 1200 CFM. We're going to have a lot of noise. So what do you think about that, Matt? What are you telling consumers? Uh, I mean, if you're going with that much power, you're definitely going to lose something because it's the air just won't be able to get through it. Um, if they are, especially in a remodel, you don't have a lot of options, mm-hmm. but you want to have the appropriate duct size. You want to have the shortest run possible, and you want to eliminate as many 90-degree bends as you can because mm-hmm. – Every 10 feet of duct, you lose 100 CFM. Every 90 degree turn, you lose 100 CFM. And before you know it, that is eating away at the the power you have at the range itself. Um, But anytime you can, you want to try to follow any manufacturer specs because we've tested it like crazy. That's how you want it to work. So it may be worth the extra cost sometimes for the customer to replace that old ducting and 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 have a system that's going to work the way it's intended to. 
And and another thing too that I like about most of your hoods is that you can have not only a top discharge, but you can have a true back discharge. Well, it goes directly out the back. Um, yep. You can travel up, you know, a couple of feet if you want to go out the top um, the side of a building. But if you have, like, say, it's on an exterior wall, and you can go directly out the back, so that really makes a lot of sense and and cuts down all the ducting and hassles. Um, that's a neat feature. I've used that quite a bit with y'all and and with our new v2 hoods one great feature is almost every hood we offer now is top or rear discharge mm-hmm. and it can be changed in the home so mm-hmm. on some hoods it used to be it had to be one way or the another mm-hmm. when you ordered it mm-hmm. uh, we know changes happen in construction and, and home remodels and from the time you order it to the time you receive it a lot could change so mm-hmm. there's only eight screws you can flip the plate and they can go either way they want that's pretty cool. And I know that your uh, hoods are a little bit heavier gauge than the typical ones yeah. out there. Let's talk about that. And the reason why is I have seen some really strange designs out there. And Matt, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. I've sent some pictures. Hey, can you do this? And you come back with, uh, no, we can't. You have to have like a, um, a really, really thin, thin, thin piece of metal to be able to do that. Uh, let's talk about that too, the quality of the hoods. Sure. Uh, so all of the hoods are the same heavy gauge, 16, 18 gauge stainless that the ranges are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we weld all the corners. You'll look on some hoods, they're just, they're bent and folded and they have, they're tight seams, but they're not attached. So mm-hmm. everything is solid welded. If we're making a hood for you out of brass or copper, it's not just a coating. It, it's an actual sheet of brass and copper that we're fabricating these hoods out of. Um, so they're going to last a long time. They're a high quality hood. You're not going to have uh, rusting issues or the finish is cheap and chips off. These are built to last mm-hmm. and uh, you're going to have it probably longer than you're going to have that kitchen design. You'll probably have a remodel mm-hmm. coming up before mm-hmm. the hood's going to wear out. Oh, anyway. We've done some big hoods. In fact, one of my hoods is actually on your um, your website, Blue Star's website, on the 60-inch wide ones. That one okay. kitchen with that beautiful black uh, um a uh, hood with the uh, copper uh, uh, banding. Uh, uh, that was my hood. That was huge. I think that was for a 14-foot tall ceiling and a 60-inch wide range. And that kitchen came out just beautiful. They were so thrilled with that hood. It's beautiful. Um, saying that, um, there's also, to the scale you know, of a design uh, over a professional range. Have you seen pictures where you'll see like these really um, uh, inexpensive hoods that you see on the web and they'll have like a a 10 foot high ceiling. They'll have a 36 or 48 inch range and they'll have this little dinky hood with this really tiny duct going all the way up. And it looks it looks ridiculous. It's, yeah. you know, the thing about the Blue Star is that pro look that we embrace, you know, from their, uh, where they came from. And, and that's what people want, that nice, beautiful range. But then you go to put something that's either a designer, like a glass hood or a real mm-hmm. thin type hood or something like that. I think people don't realize the scale. They have to take into account the scale. And that's sure. one thing I think that Blue Star does a beautiful job with their ducks you know, um, and their, and their hoods. So Nick, uh, have you also seen that in your, um, region that a lot of people will, will do something like that to save a few bucks? Um, 
you, you run into it. Well, I never really see it because if they did it, they didn't contact me about it. Huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, where we kind of come off is we do a lot of things that other people really just can't. If they need a custom duct, if they have a, a ceiling height that's a lot higher or even lower, um, they're kind of locked into we got to find somebody that will do what we want and match what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Denise, it's great. With customization, I mean, we can go – up to 110 inches wide. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's not much you, <laughs> you can put under there that won't fit. And then height-wise, we can go up to about 96 to 100 inches high. Mm-hmm. So you want that that duct cover for a, a super high ceiling, mm-hmm. we can do that mm-hmm. as well. And even if you have a cathedral ceiling, we can, we can shape and angle the top of it to fit perfectly mm-hmm. in there for you. So uh, it'll give that beautiful kitchen the beautiful hood that will just pair perfectly with it. And and with great performance. So you're going to be happy using your prototype range and not getting some, uh, all this back, you know, smoke in your face. Another thing I do tell my customers and see what you think about this. I will instruct them. I say, you know, if you walk up to your range a few minutes before you start cooking, turn it on on low and you'll create this draft and so for normal cooking it should be more than enough and um, you don't have to wait till you get all this billowing of smoke and having to put it on high to kind of catch mm-hmm. up do you what do you think about that is that a good thing to say yeah. to customers yeah absolutely and also start the hood at the same time so you'll have that nice airflow mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. um for those instances, because I do it all the time, you burn something and the smoke alarm's going off. You know, you have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, our new hoods have a boost feature. So uh-huh. you run into that situation, uh-huh. you kind of hit that. It'll run at a, at a, a fourth speed for about seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Get that air clear. Then it'll drop back down mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. So uh, we've even built that into the new ones for the... The, I burn something by accident. We can yeah. take care of that. Yeah, that's clever. Very, very clever. Uh, so what do you think you see for Blue Star in the future? Anything new that you might want to reveal or is there anything <laughs> going on or, or any trends that you're seeing? Uh, trends? Oh, yeah. Well, for new, we just launched our new V2 hood. Mm-hmm. So you see the one Nick has there in mm-hmm. the background. We've mm-hmm. kind of beautiful years Nick. ago went and we scrapped we started with a clean slate and we kind of went with the latest trends. So there's dimmable LED lights. There's a, a sleek control button controls. Um, there's a, a filter reminder that tells you when to clean your filters. So there's all these little things that we build into these, these new hood liners. Um, that your customers would enjoy. Mm-hmm. We also thought about dealers just like you with these. So they're easy to install. Mm-hmm. They're easy to, to replace a part if anything should ever happen. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, trying to make a one-size-fits-all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are always looking for new ideas when in, in the ventilation world. So uh, hopefully in the next year or so, as things start to get back to normal, we can get uh, get some new exciting stuff out mm-hmm. there. But uh, nothing yet, but I can guarantee by the middle of next year, we'll I have something <laughs> new. The, engin- the engineers are working. Mm-hmm. I got some great ideas. Yeah. About it, so. You know what I've seen a lot more nowadays? I don't know about you, Nick, but the Manhattan hood, you know, with mm-hmm. that uh, yeah. farmhouse industrial look that people are gravitating towards, um, they're wanting something that's a little more streamlined. And that is a great hood. It's a yeah. T-shaped hood with a mm-hmm. six inch canopy. Baffle filters and a pro motor. That's that's pretty nice. I'm seeing more of that. Um, and the one good thing, especially with our Manhattan, is there are other brands that offer a, a lower profile hood kind of in that design. Mm-hmm. 
But as Matt said earlier, uh, we have 16 or 8-gauge, 18-gauge steel. Mm -hmm. So a lot of hoods, I had a lot of dealers that automatically go to our Manhattan, Mm -hmm. especially if you're going to larger widths. Mm -hmm. Right. 60, 66. Uh Because the other ones, you can kind of take them and wobble them. Um, Ours with a thicker-gauge steel, um, as they're fixed into the wall, they're not going to wobble. They're a lot more sturdier. I I just finished, well, I just finished. It's been several months. I did a 66-inch Manhattan Island hood. And it turned out beautifully. <laughs> it was perfect. And the, um, the, uh, customer actually owns, uh, um, uh, they own a series of restaurants called Aldalcos here, uh, renowned for their Mexican, wonderful Mexican food. And they love that hood. And it just also dressed up the, the, um, the kitchen area, gave them that pro look and great draft capture. No complaints with a chef using it. I was yeah. real happy with that. They're great in an island setting too, because they don't take up as much space exactly. if you're through your house. If you're cooking in your kitchen or in the island mm-hmm. and you have other people mm-hmm. behind you and um, <laughs> it's not with a big bulky island hood, it blocks the whole rest of the house for you. So right. those are very popular for the island. Setting. Right. And then I wanted to touch a little bit. We don't, we're almost out of time. Um, but see, I told you there's so much to talk about. I could do this another hour. I can but, come back if you need me to. I'm always here. <laughs> but the, the, all the different things that you can do. So talk, talk to us a little bit, Matt, about all your offerings on design, the options of color, the strapping, the rivets, accessory rails, plating, all that in two minutes. Two minutes? Yeah, I can do it a little quicker than that. So, Almost every one of our hoods, we have a couple dozen styles, you can get over 1,000 colors. So there's gloss finishes, Mm -hmm. matte finishes. We even do a custom color. So Mm -hmm. you want to match the hood to your cabinetry. We've done every paint brand possible. You send us a sample, we can can copy it. Uh, You want to step it up a little bit, go a little more more luxurious. We have 15 designer metals. So we have your antique brass, brush brass, coppers, pewter. We can we can build it out of that material for you. Uh, strapping almost unlimited options. So from something as just one tiny strap, keep it simple to fully strapped up and down the hood. Uh, utensil rails that even on a wall or island hood, they can be just the front all the way around. It's whatever you like. And then the strapping comes with rivets or rivetless. So if you want a clean look, do you want an industrial look? We can give you a little bit of everything and. The last customization is size. So our hoods are 30, 36, 42 standard sizes. You need a 47 and a half inch hood for some reason. We can do that Mm -hmm. for you. That's not a problem. Yeah. I did a Bonanza style. It was 89.5 inches wide. Oh, my. 89, not 90, but they needed that half inch and we did it. Right, right. And, and I, I pretty much have put all my um, my designer hoods through you all uh, the last couple of years. I mean, I just think you've done a beautiful job. They're well made. They never feel flimsy. My installers like them because yeah. they aren't flimsy and uh, they feel like they, you know, they're going to hold up better. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they can get kind of heavy, though, when you're doing, you know, a 66 inch one. But yeah. well, we'll with our new design, too, though. Um, now we have it where it's a liner, a removable liner. Right. Yeah. The, the cosmetic part is a shell. Uh-huh. So your installer is going to love the new design much more. Right. Uh, because the liner you can just take out and you have all that yeah. space to work with. It's a lighter weight shell and then you lift the liner in. So on this one, we had to remove the bath filters and squeeze our way in there. Right. We have the entire thing wide open for installation. Uh-huh. It was lighter with the shell and then we put it in the liner. 
Well, we are just about out of time. And all my notes that I did, I'm so glad I made these notes because they were just really things I really thought that uh, the listening audience would really appreciate. We talked about half of them. (laughs) So we'll have to do maybe another show on this. But, um, Nick, we're going to be talking about some other things, their offerings on the refrigeration and ovens. And I'm going to ask you to come back again. Will you come back again next week? Always happy to do it. Okay. Well, as always, and Matt, thank you so much. You were great. Anytime. Great. Anytime. Uh, we met last time, I think it was at the last National uh, Builders uh, Kitchen and Builder Show, right? And yeah, I think it was about 4.45 on the last day of the show. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I was planning my flight home, and I was like, oh, come on, Denise. So, yeah. <laughs> great. Okay, well, thank you so, so much. Thank you again. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.